This is Rama for today. Five foot two, 95 pound woman with a badge pinned on her chest and a uniform on that has city of Anaheim, California, and so forth and so on, all the credentials. And you can put a whistle in her mouth and set her out here in the middle of Harbor Boulevard. And when she starts blowing that whistle and holding up a hand to stop, did you know what? She can stop the biggest of diesel trucks that you can put on that road out there. Do you know that? Why? Why? How can she hold back tons and tons of automobiles and trucks simply by going, Why? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagan on his teaching, Our Rights in Christ, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. If you know anything about training animals, they tell you don't ever raise your voice except when you give an authoritative command and raise your voice to the animal. And it learns the voice of authority. I want to tell you what, that's what's the matter with the devil. The devil knows the voice of authority. He knows when somebody's just saying it because they heard somebody else say it. He knows when somebody says, well, I thank God because I've got my needs met. He knows the difference between that then. Praise God, all of my needs are met according to his riches and glory. There's a difference in the way you say it. When you really believe it, you say it like it's so. You act like it's so. And the devil knows it. Everybody else knows it. And it happens because there's authority there concerning the works of my hand. Command ye me. What is the works of his hand? All the good things that he's made belongs to us down here. That's the works of his hand. What's the works of his hand? Prosperity. Divine health. Eternal life. Glory and power. Living in the Spirit. That's the works of His hand. If you're having financial problems this afternoon, raise your voice of authority according to the Word of God, according to Galatians 3, 13 and 14, that tells us that we've been redeemed from the curse of the law, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. Then raise your voice and say, Bless God, I'm redeemed. I'm not under the curse. I'm not under the curse. For poverty I've had wealth. For sickness, health, I'm not under the curse. Mr. Devil, go take your hands off of my money. Take your hands off of my body. I'm well, I'm whole in the name of Jesus. And say it with commanding power and authority. And something will happen. And authority and have that power. I want you to pick up on something here right now. When the Lord sent the disciples out, he said, heal the sick. That's what he said to the twelve now. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out the devils, freely you've received, freely give. Then go on over there. Yeah, but I ain't a disciple. Okay, so you're not one of the twelve disciples. But he sent out twelve, seventy others. 
Now, you in, you'd be considered in the category of the 70 others, just followers of Jesus. He sent them out in Luke 10, 8 and 9. Listen to what he said. Now, I want you to listen to this. And in whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you, eat such things as set before you. Heal the sick that, that are therein, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Now, you don't say anything in here in Luke 10, 8 and 9. You don't see a word in there about praying for the sick. It says, Heal the sick. In this one over here, it doesn't say anything about praying for the sick. It said, Heal the sick. I want you to notice that this power is given unto us. Jesus said, Freely you've received, freely give. You'll go to the third chapter of Acts and I'll show you commanding power in action by a couple of the apostles. And I want you to see them as they come up to that gate called Beautiful. They come walking up there, saying walking up there, and they're set an old, stinky, rotten, dirty beggar. You say, man, why do you say that? The Bible just says he's a beggar. Hey, listen. How many of you have been to the Holy Land? Now imagine it back during the Bible time. When there's no paved streets, it's just dusty and hot. And there's thousands of people walking through that gate with all the camels and the burros and all the other animals, sheep and goat and everything else. And this guy's sitting at this gate, all that dust fogging down on top of him, not able to walk, not able to take care of himself. And there he sits. That's why I say he was dirty and it was nasty. But I want you to notice that Peter looked at him. He said, Mr. Beggar! And the guy looked up. Boy, he said, he had his old cup out there, alms, alms for the poor, alms, alms for the poor. That's actually what he's talking, that's what he said. Peter looked at him and addressed him. Now, not very many people addressed him. Most of them just reached in there and turned their head the other way, you know, and dropped something in and went on by. But this fella stopped and he addressed him and he said, hey, said, look on us. Oh, now he's really got his hopes up. Here's somebody at last has stopped. They're going to really give me something. I'm going to get it. Maybe, maybe they'll give me enough money that I can quit begging here on the street. I'll have enough to take care of myself. Peter looked at him very sternly and he said, silver and gold, have I none? The guy. Man, he wanted some gold and silver. That's what he wanted. But he lost and all of a sudden, Peter said, Silver and gold, have I none? But such as I have, give us... Hey, got his attention again. Such as I have, I'm going to give to you. Hey, what am I going to get? He's going to give me something. Stand on your feet and right, walk. There's not any prayer in that, is there? It's a command. And what happened? The man went leaping and jumping and praising God. It caused such a stir, it got old Peter and John in trouble. If you go on reading the third and fourth chapters of Acts, you'll find out they got put in prison because of it. You'll find out they got called on the carpet. You'll find out that it told them not to speak and preach about Jesus anymore. That's what happened. But I want you to notice that Peter didn't call an all-night prayer meeting. He didn't call an all-night prayer meeting to find out whether it was the will of God to heal a man or not. We don't have to have, it's good to have prayer meetings and maybe all night ones too, but not to pray over 
things like that. We have the authority. Jesus said in Luke, Behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. That word power, that Greek word power there, Behold, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy is actually the literal translation of it. I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. Somebody that has authority over power can control it. Did you know what? You can put a little old bitty five foot two, 95 pound woman with the badge pinned on her chest and a uniform on that has city of Anaheim, California, and so forth and so on, all the credentials, and you can put a whistle in her mouth and set her out here in the middle of Harbor Boulevard, and when she starts blowing that whistle and holding up a hand to stop, did you know what? She can stop the biggest of diesel trucks that you can put on that road out there. Do you know that? Why? Why? How can she hold back tons and tons of automobiles and trucks simply by going... Why? Anybody know? Authority. She has the authority over all the power that's in those engines out there. Because the guy behind the wheel knows that he's got to stop. He knows if he don't, something's going to happen to him. And I want to tell you what, that's exactly the way it is with the devil. He knows that when you throw up that stop hand and say in the name of Jesus, he knows if he don't stop that he's in for another whipping just like he got. When Jesus Christ died, and ascended into the pits of hell. And there in the pits of hell, the, the demons laughed. But when the day had been fully come and the supreme sacrifice had been paid, you can hear from the throne on high as God himself said, it is done, the supreme sacrifice has been paid. And there the Son of God that was in the pits of hell itself shook himself and he did mortal combat with the devil and all his cohorts. And they hollered and they said, they hollered, shut and lock the gates. But it didn't do any good because Jesus himself wrestled with them and he whipped them and he arose victorious over death, hell, and the grave and he bought back the keys in his hand and he rose and he said, All power, all authority, both in heaven and in earth is given unto me. That's what he said in the New Testament. You read it if you don't believe it. And he turned around and he said, and he said, I give my authority on earth to my church or I give that power on earth to the church. Who's the church? You and me and all the rest of us that are saved and born again by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are part of that church and we have the authority and the power to begin to command something to happen and when you begin to get a hold of that I don't see how you can sit still. It begins to do something inside of me. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt what my rights and my privileges are in Christ Jesus and there's not anybody going to take them away from me.
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is the Kenneth W. Hagan book entitled God's Victory Plan. Next is Kenneth E. Hagan's four-CD series, The Name of Jesus. And the last item, Lynette Hagan reads success scriptures on CD with beautiful background music. All this for the special radio price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I want to thank all of you for helping us through this past year because you partnered with us. We have been, I don't know how many people have been saved and healed and filled with the Holy Spirit because of our Word Partner Club members. And you say, well, what is a Word Partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us regularly. Yes, yes. And then they send in an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to send to help support Rama worldwide. What we do, this is, we are a worldwide organization. Some people say, well, I don't have very much. Well, if everybody does what they That's can right. with what they have yes. and sends it in each month, it helps us. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth Hagan on our rights in Christ. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.